Parsha we have. Faisal going out of Mitzrayim. It's brought down that there were three things that Faisal that that Faisal had a schos. For that reason, they were able to go out of Mitzrayim. Shloshinu as Shemam. They didn't change the names. Shloshinu as Tashayim. Shloshinu as Mabusham. They didn't change not their names, not their clothing, not their language. So the question that I would like to discuss today is a question as follows. We know there are people who have English names. Some people actually always refer to themselves by their English names. They call themselves Chves, uh, I don't know, Joey. So the question is, is that Mutter? And the second question is, we know that many times it comes up that people have a tzad to put birth, uh, an English name on a birth certificate. People say, I'm all you need it. The person goes out to business. When the, baby, when the child gets older, it's, it's much more gishmak if they have an English name. Maybe they should also think that in case he becomes a Rosh Hashiva, the Elam is going to be calling him by his English name for the rest of his life. But uh, by and large, the idea, is there something wrong with putting an English name on a birth certificate? So in order to deal with the Shailah, the first Ma'am Mokim, there's a Chubas Ma'am Shik in Yeradeya Kum Semen Kuf Samachtes, that he deals, he, he deals with the Shailah that there are many people in Europe that went with Goyesh names, and they felt that they had a Yiddish name that was that they used to call themselves to the Torah, that was good enough. And that's the Shiloh, if, if that's Pesedu or not, or if I care, they, ha- they should have a Yiddish name. So he, he writes a very fascinating tshuva, he writes that when a person has, uses an English name, let's, let's talk about what he's talking about. He says, he's over a lot, it says, in Pasha Shemini, the HaKadosh Baruch tells us that we're supposed to be different from the Goyim, including being different from the Goyim, is not having Goyesha names. And therefore, he says that it's for that reason that it's Asr. And he writes there a very fascinating thing, that when he was a Rav in a city near Pressburg, the, the postmaster, someone along those lines, asked him a question. And he said, I understand when the Hungarians come here and the French come here, they come with all their French and Hungarian names and they're proud of it, right? And you guys, you have Jewish names and yet you're all using whatever the language was, Czechoslovakian names, whatever it was that, that, that he said. He said, I really have a good taste for him. I told him, Machmas that's, that, that's the pshat. And the truth is, when you think about it, you know, we live in Lakewood, so it's us and the Spanish, right? They don't switch Carlos into Carl. They, they have no problem. The name is Carlos. It's Carlos. Finished. Jose doesn't become Joey. You got to leave your names. It's the way it is, right? That's... that's I would say they put them out of semitism. What? In, that's so simple. The Jewish history... Today, people wear baseball caps. But I'm all... There was a reason why they wanted it. It had nothing to do with anti-Semitism. Another raya he brings, which is a fascinating raya, Toysfus and Gittin on Daf Lamedal and Amid Beis, brings down for a beta tam. This was something which 
It's fascinating when you go through Evan Ezer, how many tshuvas are written on this unfortunate phenomenon where you had a person who went off the derech and either they divorced their wives and they were masking to give a get, maybe under certain pretenses, that's one set of tshuvas. A second set of tshuvas are the guys who just packed off, went off the derech and married a Goyesha woman and in Hilchus Agunis you have all sorts of shilas. The Goyesha wife said he died, is she nevon? She's married now to somebody else. Is that a good enough proof for the lady to get married? But Akaponim, this was a, a big problem. Yidin Nebuch went off the derech. And many times, Shaila is, if a Yid went off the derech, wants to write a get. And so when he was a Yid, he had a name, Avram. Now he's a guy. His name is Christopher. So do you write Christopher in the get or not? And many times writes that Avadu, it's also to write um, a Goyesha name in, in, in a get. We'll get back to exactly what he's saying. Lemaisa, he fears us to tshuva, and he says, Avada, people should look to name their children if the tzaddikim, tzadkonius, and not look for Goyesha names, and they should talk call their children by Jewish names. So the Ma'am Shik seems to be coming pretty strong. In interesting zach, in Tzofnas Paneach, he has a Shiloh, he brings down the, the Mamshik, the Shita, and he wants to say that it's totally what the Goyesha name is. He says, if you're using a Goyesha name, which is sort of the English version for the Yiddish name, then he doesn't have such a problem with it. Masha'enkeh, if someone just picks a random Goyesha name, then he says, that's, that's Taka much Mocham. So that's interesting. So if you have, according to him, the guy's name is Yosef, and he writes on his birth certificate, jo- Joseph. So he's really referring to Yosef, just the English version. He says, that's not so bad. But sometimes, especially if you go into the very modern circles, they'll name their son by the bris, Binyam and Chaim, and they'll call him Chveis Richard. No shaykhs. If you stop taking a Goyesha name right out of the hat, he says, that's something that's wrong. I found this fascinating because this Gada does come up. People sometimes have children, need surgeries and people, heart surgeries when they're born. So they have to be put on insurance, right? Immediately in order to get insurance. Now in order for, so if the child's parents have insurance, they can be added to the plan. But if the child's parents have, let's say, Medicaid, you have an option of buying insurance for the child when the child's born. But then it's under the child's name. And the child needs a name on his birth certificate. Now, a lot of parents are not comfortable putting a name on the birth certificate they intend to give. Kids not having a birth for another five months. Right? They feel maybe it's an horror, this, that. So very often what they're told to do by the insurance brokers, just give him any random Goyesha name, an English name, and then you'll name by bris, whatever you want. According to the Tzavtas Paneach, could be that's worse. Because Bishlam, if you took the name that you intended to use, you're planning on naming the child Yosef, and you wrote Joseph on the birth certificate. So there, Chach, it, it, it has Shaykhis. There's a relationship with the Yiddish name. But if Stam, you go and you pick Nathan, and then you intend to name the boy Yosef, so such a thing... It has no shaykhs to the name. It's off the spaneach holes that that's worth.
Yeah, we're, not calling the, we're not calling the name that's on the certificate, it's just on paperwork. It's, not, it's just paperwork. Well, the mice is calling the name. The mice is going to be there and he's going to have to be called by it at certain points every time he walks into the doctor for the rest of his life. Guy once told me, Murray the Kazakh, going off topic. He said, he once told me this. He says, tell you guys, when they name their children, they should, whatever they plan on calling this, the kid, that, that should be his first name. He says, because otherwise what happens, you put both names on the birth certificate, place, Binyam and Chaim, and you call the kid Chaim. So he comes to the doctor, and they keep up. Right? He says, you want to give a guy an answer? That, okay, I guess he suffered a lot from it. But I'll upon him. Um, there are times where, where, where a birth certificate name maybe means something. An interesting Shiloh that, came, that the Mashag brings down, this is in Chelek Beisim and Kuftzadi Dalit. He was asked, the Mashag is a, is a Talmud of Shik, could I mention? He was asked of a very different child. Rav wanted to know that during Yisko, when they mentioned names, so they wanted to incorporate in Shul to mention the last name. Instead of just saying, Avram ben Chaim, say Avram ben Chaim, example he gives, Weiss or Rosenberg, this is the examples he gives over there. And the, the tachlis really was because the other used to give money to the Nishmas people. So if you come in and you say Avram ben Chaim, everyone's like, Amen. If you say, Avram Mechaim Rosenberg, ah, Avram Rosenberg, ah, okay, now I'll get money. So Shaila is, is there something wrong when a person's mentioning names in the Kalmales to actually say the person's name? So he handles over there that maybe it's like saying Chukas HaGoyim in front of HaKadosh Baruch Because calling someone by his last name in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Ba'atzim, he says the Dovazor, doesn't go on a get, it doesn't go on anywhere. And he says, Befrat, you're talking about someone who's now in Gan Eden, who's sitting amongst Sadiqim and Gedolim, and you're going to remind him how when he was in this trefer world, he had to use something which is Chukas HaGoyim, like the last thing. He says, he doesn't, doesn't like it. He says, Adamai, they want to give more tzedakah. He says, the Maisa, even though, it's, he says, not Mamish Chukas HaAkum, but the Maisa don't do it in a shul. So what's interesting is, it seems like, he, he epis has it sad that maybe you're better off, Taka, um, even last names is maybe something to do with Chukas HaAkum. Calling somebody Avram Stern, Chveis, that's, that's Chukas HaAkum. His name isn't Avram Stern. His name is Avram Ben Chaim Yosef. Come on. It's Avram Stern. It's Chukas HaAkum. He says that to do it, to mention the guy's name when he's already in Shemayim, it's, a, it's, it's going to make him embarrassed, maybe, in Gan Eden. It's a cook. We know today in elementary schools, there are no first names. It's only Stern and Weiss. But Akoponim, be that as it may, Lumaisa, we never saw anyone uh, make, a, make, a, make a shting about it. Lumaisa, you refer to Rosh Hashivas, Gedoylim, they refer to by their, by their last name. Um, maybe if Chaim Kerievsky was the one exception. But the, by and large, we refer to, to, to I, the truth is it really depends which ones, right? Shlomo Zalman was Shlomo Zalman, right? But Lamaisa, we don't see that anyone should make an issue out of the Zach. Most last names, I think, were really after their profession. He was really like a Ramchai and then, you know, it was... Or No. The reason why they gave last names was because the, the government started using it. It's, it's a very convenient way to keep track of people and families as they had records, 
they use last names. Now, most people, you have to pick a last name. So what should you do? So, you know, imagine all of a sudden now they say, okay, your last name is invalid. You need a new one, right? So it's, it'll make a good, a good topic by supper for a few, for a few days, right? Everyone will be real Who? Everyone will be real estate. Everyone will be real estate, yeah. So just as a pointer, the Maram Sheikh brings a raya from, 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 from Toysavis that you shouldn't write a Goyesha name in the get. Lemaiso, the Achreinim handle, the Atzim, there's a very famous Gemara on Git and Adaf Yiralef. Maybe some of you already have children, have sons old enough. You the Chazah from the Sifti, you should know Git and Adaf Yiralef when you sleep. But Akoponim, the Gemara in, 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 in Git and Adaf Yiralef brings down that, the, that if, if, a, if a get comes from Chutz Arts. And there's Goyesha names on there, English names. The Gemara says it's kosher. Why? It's a Braisa. Because Rav, people in Chutz Laaretz, have Goyesha names. As I state in the Gemara, there's a Gemara in Gittin and Dafiral. Now, this is the same Gemara in Gittin that says the Rav, people in Chutz Laaretz, don't know any Torah. So we're dealing with the island that doesn't know Torah. And they also happen to have uh, Goyesha names. So the Maisa, you do see, that doesn't seem to have any problem with having a Goyesha name on a get. And the truth is, when you look at Shulchan Aruch and this halacha that, that Rabbi Natam is bringing down, the Mechabah says like this, Mummer When a Mummer writes a get, he shouldn't use his Goyish name, he should use his Yiddish name. If he writes Chvez Christopher, and then they write that he's called Yaakov, that's kosher. But Ramah says, you should just write in his get. We know you write all the names in the get. He says, just write Yaakov and then write and any other kinds of names and likings that he has that he refers to himself as should be included. Don't write the Goyesha name in the, in the get. That's what Ramal says. And the Peschachuva brings an interesting Shiloh. He says, what happens if you have a guy who when he was a year, he was called Yosef. Now he became a mummer. They didn't give him the name Christopher. They started calling him Yechonah. So he had a Yiddish name when he was a Yid. Now he became a mummer. He was Shishmadzach Nebuch. They call him Yechonah. So he wants to know like this. He says, is the Pshat that you can write Yechonah in the Get because the Maisa is a Yiddish name? Or do we say that since the Maisa, this is the name that's referred to. Now that he's a mummer, it's a problem. And he brings over there that the Get Pashat says... That it's Mutter, because that's the name of the Yid. But he says that the Yeshua is Yaakov, and the Torah is a Git, and say that you shouldn't write it. And they bring a Raya from our Gemara and Gittin on Daf Yud Aleph, that there's no problem to write English names in the Get. I, why did Rabbeinu Tam say not to write that name? Because you don't write the name that he used now, that he Shmadzuch, you don't put that into Ahelik Get. That's what Rabbeinu Tam's problem was. Not because it was an English name, but because it was the name that was adopted after he became a Meshumid, such a name, he says, you, you, don't, you don't put there. And the Mela, they say, that even if someone has an English name, Ba'atzam, you would put it into a get. It's just that you don't put um, <coughs> such a name in, into a get. As I saw these Paiskim. So what we see from these Paiskim is that Ibn Tam was not having a problem necessarily with an English name, Rabbi Nutam was having a problem with an English name that was adopted when someone went off the derech. This is the Ha'ara. And the truth is, 
there are many poskim that bring this raya from the Gemara in Yud Aleph and Gittin that it's Takamutter. The Majdam has a fascinating Shiloh about Yidin that left Portugal. We know that, that Yidin, which, there was Giris Svar in 1492, and then in 1496, Yidin were, there was, there was a sort of a Giris Portugal, but the truth is, there wasn't really a Giris Portugal. Meaning, in Spain, they gave them a choice. Either Shmadzach or get out of here. In Portugal, 20% of the population were Jews, so they weren't holding by kicking them out. So they made that they had the Shmadzach. They just took them and spritzed water on them and gave them Goyesha names, and then the Oilam ran away. And the Mashtam Shaila is, people wanted to know, so they were given this Goyesha name, and they, they ran away, they moved to wherever, and now they want to use their Goyesha name to send letters back to some of their friends or whatever to try to claim assets or whatever they were trying to do from a business perspective and to use the Goyesha names. And he wanted to know if that's mutter um, <clears throat> to do or not. So he writes, Ba'atzem, a person should not use a Goyesha name. He says, Lemaisa and Befrat, these people with that name represented a time where he says the Mayan Tmeim landed on them. Nebuch, they was Gishmatzach. He says, they, they, they shouldn't, they, they taka shouldn't use it. But he says, I can't say it's awesome. And therefore he says, and he brings a raya from the Gemara Yid Aleph that you see Yidin use Goyish names. And then mainly he says that Lamaisa, um, if it's Negea money, Avada, they could go and, and, and collect their money. This is how the Majdam fears Aistasugya. Again, despite the fact that he is Matar and he is the Makar to being Matar, he makes a point that it's not the correct thing to do. And again, what was he handling over there? Writing letters using your English name or Goyesha name to try to recover assets that they left behind in Portugal. In Charles Chuvis, Igris Moshe, Arachayim Chedal, and Simon Samachvav, he had a fascinating Shiloh where an Avrech was having a baby. He was afraid he was going to have a girl. And if he had a girl, the Shiloh was if he should name the girl after his mother. Because the name, whatever the name of the mother was, he had done research. It was a German name, came a Yiddish name. And he really didn't want to use, use such a name. He felt it was incorrect. He only give it a Jewish name. So Ramesha goes through the whole Shail over there. He says, Lemaisa, for a person stamped to name his child, the Gaisha name, is not the Chathila. But he says, Lemaisa, to say that you should only use Yiddish names, he says, you can't say that. <coughs> he says, Befrat, he says, many of the Yiddish names that we have really were old names from Ashkenaz, from Germany. And he says, what happens is with time, the Yidden used Goyesha names and slowly they, they became ours. He says, and Befrat, by the start of them, it's like that. He says, but Lemaisa, you see, there were many Gedoyim throughout the years that had Goyesha names. His example that he gives, the Magan Mishnah, the Magad Mishnah's name was Vida, an Arabic name. That was the Magad Mishnah's name, Ravida. So he says, Al Karchach, what happened? As the years went on, people gave Goyesha names. The Maisie, he says that if all's equal, maybe a person should take a look to give a name that's authentically, you know, from, from the Torah, or Yiddish, or, or, or Lashon Kaidish, whatever it is. 
But he says that's klar, if a person is naming after a parent, which is a big Indian, keep it of aim, even grandparents, he says avada, is a big Indian to name after, after the parents and grandparents, and therefore a person should ignore it, and he's fine. At the end of the tshuva, he writes that, what's talking the pshat, for Maisa Mitzrayim, we see, Shalashinu Eshemam, Abusham Lashayna. He says, that's only Kaidamat and Tayyar, that's all Klai Yisrael had. So they had to hold strong. Had they hold strong? They held strong by, 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 by Shalashinu Eshemam, Lashinu Lashaynam, Abusham. He says, once Klai Yisrael got the Torah, we have 613 mitzvahs, we could survive even if our names are Goyesha names, this is a Chiddush or Moshe. And he fears us and he writes that again, although you see it's a Maila in Medrash, that it's a, it's, a, it's a way to stay away from the Goyim, uh, you can't say it's awesome. Now the truth is over there in the Tshuva, he's not handling by writing Irving, giving your child the name Irving. He's handling some guy who decided that Rezel is really a German name or whatever name he's using over there. And that was the guy's issue. I think Gittel was the name that he didn't like. But Akaponim, whatever it is, and Ramesha is saying no. But Ramesha does bavorim that there's an Indian to, have, to use and to have Yiddish names. And he doesn't, uh, um, he, he doesn't really discuss it. He does it in another tshuva. In Avinezah, Chayel Gimel, Simon Laman, hey, hit this issue head on. Where someone asked him that how come there's so many Chashev Yidin, including Chashev Rabbanim here, Baratzeinu, who, Bimbidina Seinu, I should say, who use English names, even Rabbanim, he writes, they have, they use English names. He says, is that, is that, is that Takamuta? So again, he says that Avada, it's better not to use an English name. But he says, Lumaisa, ultimately, you can't say it's Asr. And again, he, he pushes the idea that a, 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 a Yiddish name should be used. So I think in summary, what we have over here is Maram Sheikh that seems to be saying that it's Taka Asr, Avdal Eschem and Amim, Yid should have Yiddish names. Children should have Yiddish names. Even the Majdam, who's the, 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 the Rishin Shalamatirim, does make an issue again that was just using it for business purposes, that it's not such as Gishmak Azach, that a person should refer to himself by, by his English name, he's better off by a Yiddish name. And Ramosha, again, who's Matir, also seems to push uh, this idea of, of that. If a person can name his child uh, a, a Yiddish name, uh, a, a, a name that's 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 halsach by by Unz Klai Yisrael, that Ba'etzim it's a Baila. But one thing is clear: to say that it's also to use a Goyish name, to use an English name on a, on a birth certificate, Yisrael can't say that. But it does seem from all the Paiskin that there is a Baila to keep a person um, as Jewish as possible. Is there a difference in the translation of a name, like Moses to Moshe versus Yeah, we discussed that earlier. It's up in Spanish. We'll get back to it. The sign is that if you can't, you can't. What's the concept of having a Jewish name and it means something? Is there a background that a Jewish name means something and it goes into the child, the meaning of a name? So there is, there is such a Zach. The Gemara in Yuma tells us that there's, that there's meaning to a name. One of the things that the Olam is also busy, which I forgot to mention, is the idea that, that the person you're naming after also has meaning, right? So if you go, you name your son George, 
And the original George, let's say, is George Washington. He was a shtickle retzech, I think. So it could be that that, that midah go, could go into a person. So they also bring that as an akuda. So there is something to a name. When a person names after somebody, that's why there's a whole questions people have. So it wasn't so iskahalten. What, what, what's the story? Correct. There are more over there by Varms. There is a point that today in Gittin, if a person does have an English name, uh, they do put it in. It's, it's uh, what takes probably the, whatever, that's what gives the Dayanim their entertainment, figuring out all the names and spellings and so on. Fine. That's when we have a minute to, to say a word on the Pasha. Um, Maisa, uh, I think we only have uh, five minutes. Uh, I think the Pashas HaShavua that we have to handle, especially when it's not on Shabbos, is, is, is in our city, in our town, on Zermanik, um, that, that uh, we lost this week. And the truth is, this was an Aveda in coming in, 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 in the last number of years. Uh, we weren't, we weren't Zoycha to be able to have his leadership and his, his, his Pichas and his Musa and his Clarkite B'chulu. I want to just make a point. I think it's a worthwhile point to make. Number of the Maspidim, this is something God I heard before he was Nifta, mentioned that Amatisio, as we know, took on a Muhammad to try to fight technology. It's a horror came with technology. Shkiach felt that it requires a Muhammad Adiro. And he mentioned to a number of people that he feels that if he's going to take on this Muhammad, the Satan is going to come after him and potentially even put him in the Isle of Ma'amas. But Afal Pikein, he held it was Kedai. Someone told me that the Rebetzin held that way too. That it's such a Zach, right? And you take it on the surface that Matsyo, who by and large had such a Hatzlacha in the sense that for a guy to say publicly that he has a device in his pocket or at home that's unfiltered is, 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 is poshit and embarrassment. You, you can't say it. I'm not saying everybody, every, everybody listens, but by and large, the Ilum does. And he literally changed the idea that you, you can't have internet usage that's not filtered. There's a line in the sand that can't be crossed. Amaradik. He was willing to be mice and nefesh to, 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 to create that line. And more than that line, as a bentaira, if you want to be a bentaira, you can't be busy and have the internet with you in the base medrash or in your pocket. And all the things that he took life for each level of where a person's holding. I think the Nakuda is much deeper than that. And I think if we stop and think about 
what the Mashkiach was saying, I think we'll realize Ad Heichem Dvar Magim, and maybe we can internalize his message to ourselves. It was spoken about by the Leviah, I was Baruch Hashem Zeichet to live through most of it. The tremendous koiches, the tremendous aliyah that the Mashkiach, the tremendous aliyah in Ruchnius and hashpah that the Mashkiach had on the town of Lakewood. We'll talk about some of the more, we'll call it mundane things. Mashkiach Shtaldavakazach that there is no such thing as starting high school before every girl has a school. It's a tremendous act. You're dealing with a bunch of private institutions and he stelled the Vekazach that we're not starting school until every girl has a school. And I remember the first year he did it. Imagine you as a parent, there's 24 days between the end of camp and the beginning of school and day 24 finally comes. Uh-uh, there's no school. Is, why? There's six girls without a school. Oh, they probably deserve it. No, no. Every girl needs a school. The, the busyness that he saved, the achrayas that he had, Shkiach had a policy. There was no playgroups until Tubishat. You know how much sinaschinam he saved? You know how many dine Torah he avoided? You know how many people were able to do things in a more logical way. Elementary schools, what, we have to do this like the day after Sukkot? I tell people sometimes from out of town, you have to call me in two weeks. I'm busy now at schools. You still have people out of school? No, 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 off to next year now. What does that mean? Put a stop to it. And shortly after he wasn't well and he lost his grip, right away these things were the assignment, the almanas, the chizuk that he gave people, tzibroch in the mansion. How many tzaras are there in Lakewood? He sat and he listened to every single person's tzah. On the ruchniest aspect of it, he gave shmuzen every Monday night. There were a thousand younger lights in Lakewood sitting and listening to his shmuzen. Younger light. At 7.20 at night, instead of going home for supper, Monday night they came home late. Meshkiach says a shmuz. It was a normal thing. In those days, most Yingalite had one car. We would hitch with each other. You got into a Yingalite's car, the Meshkiach was playing. That was normal. That was, that was regular. The Musa, the Avaitis HaMusa, and he would mon basic zachen with a Londis, with a ice boy. He brought the Olam to a new level. And that level, since the Mashkiach hasn't been well, has disappeared. And all the Zachen of Klai Yisrael. So what Mashkiach said, I know if I go down this path, the Satan might come get me. Oh, but I'm willing. It wasn't he saying that he was willing to die. He's saying that Everything that I did, everything that I do, all the Musa that, that the Bnei Yeshiva learned, everything that I'm able to accomplish, all the people that I can be mechazik, 
All the girls that Nebuch are now going to be embarrassed because school starts without them. All the suffering and all the pain and all the tears their parents have because they have to worry now for 11 months that their child's not in school. It's Kedah. Why? Because the Chorban Teklai Yisrael is that big. If we understand what the Mashkiach was telling us, if we understand what the Mashkiach held and understood, he understood better than anybody else what he was holding up. And he said, I'm ready to do it. I'm ready to give it all up because the Nisoyen and the Chorban of technology is bigger than all that. And that's what the Adam Godel, or not the Sioh Solomon, left with us. And after that, he had strokes. And within a few years, he wasn't the same. He couldn't speak to people. He lost his grip on, on the town as it, grew, as it grew, and he got weaker. And a lot of the issues, and a lot of the pain, and a lot of the suffering, Taka came to fruition. But he held the Ruskedah. As we sit by Spatira, we have to internalize this message that the Mashkiachs lived and died with. This is the greatest Nisayan facing Klaiso. Put everything else there, imagine everything else that's there. I'm, but I'm willing, because this is the Nisayan that's facing Klaiso. For a person to still be naive in the year 2024 and to think everybody needs a filter except for me is naive. But let, let, let's move past it. As I mentioned before, you're in real estate. You need internet, you're in real estate. There's no question about it. Do you need skin tone in your internet and real estate? Is that the only way you're going to know what the outside of the building looks like? If you have skin tone? There's filters for skin tone. A boy say, we walk into an airport. We have a hatter. I can't fly private. This is the only way I can do it. I go to the airport. What am I supposed to do? But every clip that you watch that shows Goyim, the way Goyim dress is Do we really have to see it? We're Morgul. Rabbi said, last I checked, Gemtech has 89 different levels of filtration that they can offer you. More serious, right? <clears throat> Am I filtered enough? The Mashkiach was Moisin Nafshoi and Nefesh of Gans Yisrael because he held this is the do or die for Klai Yisrael. And we look back and we see he suffered personally. He was sick for so many years. But this was his message. And he went into it, Aldas came. We now realize this wasn't a personal zach. We always think when people talk about technology, he's telling us what to do. He's in charge. He's, telling, he's trying to tell me what to do. I say, 
Someone who goes into something and says, I know the Yetzirah is going to come get me. I, I don't think that's the motivation. It comes from rain. It comes from caring about each and every one of us. And Hitaka, Hitaka changed Klaiso. Hitaka made a line in the sand to a point, as I said, Kemat every yid has a filter, and if a guy doesn't have a filter, he's pushed embarrassed. But after, as we experience Azad Godel's material, a Godel that was moisten nafsha literally to save Klai Yisrael, our message, our thoughts have to be how can I improve? Every level that I go up, I'm a different yid, I'm a different human being. And this is the parting message that the Mashkiach left us. Let's talk and make a chesh ben nefesh. We could all use improvement. Wherever we're holding, we could use improvement. Take on something that's able to be taken on. Sometimes people do things, and then two weeks later, they're like, this wasn't for me. Make a chesh ben nefesh. Sit down with your mishpacha. What, what could we do, Lilanishmas the Mashkiach? What could we do when, we, when, when the Mashkiach's petir is still fresh? That uh, everyone said the hardest part of going to Mashkiach, Slavaya, was that he was, he was supposed to greet Mashiach. He was supposed to be here to greet Mashiach. So, each one of us could take that, that little step. Taka, Bizoicha. Bring the Shiach to the kingdom here of your men. Good Shabbos.